Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tango's History, where today we are going to be talking about home fronts and production, and the impact of it, or impact on it, during World War II, and after. So be sure to grab a water, because, well, just stay hydrated, because it's probably not going to be a long one, there's like two main paragraphs, two parts. Before the outbreak of the war, the Allies had significant advantages in both population and economics. In 1938, the Western Allies, meaning the United Kingdom, France, Poland, and the British Dominions, uh, had a 30% larger population and a 30% higher gross domestic product than the European Axis powers, which were Germany and Italy. If colonies are included, the Allies had more than more than a 5 to 1 advantage in population and a nearly 2 to 1 advantage in GDP. In Asia at the same time, China had roughly 6 times the population of Japan, but an only 89% higher GDP. This is reduced to 3 times the population and only a 38% higher GDP if Japanese colonies are included. States produced about two-thirds of all munitions used by the Allies during World War II, including warships, transports, warplanes, artillery, tanks, trucks, and ammunition. I love all of those things. Though the Allies' economic and population advantages were largely mitigated during the initial rapid blitzkrieg attacks of Germany and Japan, they became the decisive factor by 1942 and after the United States and the Soviet Union joined the Allies as the war largely settled into one of attrition. While the Allies' ability to outproduce the Axis is often attributed to the Allies having more access to natural resources, other factors such as Germany and Japan's reluctance to employ women in the labor force, Allied strategic bombing, and Germany's late shift to a war economy contributed significantly. Additionally, neither German, Germany nor Japan planned to fight a protracted war and had not equipped themselves to do so. To improve their production, Germany and Japan used millions of slave laborers. Germany used about 12 million people, mostly from Eastern Europe, while Japan used more than 18 million people in Far East Asia. Strategic bombing during World War II involved sustained aerial attacks on railways, harbors, cities, workers, and civilian housing in industrial districts and enemy territory during World War II, meaning from 1939 to 45. Strategic bombing as a military strategy is distinct from both close air support of ground forces and from tactical air power. During World War II, many military strategists of air power believed that air forces could win major victories by attacking industrial and political infrastructure, rather than purely military targets. 
So Jesus bombing often involved bombing areas inhabited by civilians, and some campaigns were deliberately designed to target civilian populations in order to terrorize them disrupt their useful activities. International law at the outset of World War II did not specifically forbid the aerial bombardment of cities, despite the prior occurrence of such bombing during World War I from 1914 to 18. The Spanish Civil War from 1936 to 39, and the Second Sino-Japanese War from 1937 to 1945. Axis pow- Allied powers who um, partake, partook in strategic bombing um, were allied for the Allies were the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Soviet Union, Poland, China, and France. For the Axis, it was Germany, Japan, Hung- uh, Italy, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, and Thailand. Commanders and leaders for the U.S. were Henry Arnold, Carl Spatz, Curtis LeMay, Chester Nimitz, and for the British, they had Charles Portal, uh, that's a nice last name, Richard Pierce, Arthur Harris, Arthur Tedder, Cliff, um, Canada had Clifford McEwen, and Australia had George Jones. Lastly, the Soviet Union had Alexander Novikov, uh, Sergei Kudyakov, and Alexander Gol- Golovinov. Okay. Commanders and leaders of Germany were um, Hermann Göring, of course, Albert Kessering. Wolfram von Richthofen and Hugo Sperr. For Japan, there was Naruhiko Higashikuni, Hajime uh, Sugiyama, Masakazu Kwabe, no, Kawabe, and Chuichi Nagumo. God, I hate pronouncing Japanese names. For, um, oh, this is more of my style. Italy had Reno Corso Forgier, Francesco Bricolo, and Ettore uh, Muti. Uh, Hungary had Kalman Terneg, and Romania had George, George, it's, it looks like, uh, Ginescu. Casualties and losses from the Soviet Union. Oh my god, that is a lot of casualties and losses for everyone. I'm just not gonna bother. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode i know it was short there's really nothing to this section but i hope you enjoyed it so have a great day or night whenever you listen to this wherever you listen to this i'll let me know and i'll see you guys in the next one good night i think this is my last one for today